Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them, and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. I'm so excited to have my course, She Nets Worth, be available and ready for you when the time comes. So I wish when I went independent almost eight years ago that I had a roadmap, I had a framework, I had systems, and I had a benchmark for knowing where things needed to be and what I needed to be doing. And for that reason, um, and the journey that I took to get here and to find a way to be able to operate my salon studio business in a way that allows me to have a life. I'm so passionate about sharing what I've done to be able to do that. And so She Nets Worth, my signature course, is is me bottling up everything that I do behind the chair, everything I do behind the scenes in my business to allow me to have kind of basically the life of my dreams. So please, if you are someone who has gone independent and feels like they can't, they're just treading water, or if you're someone who is wanting to go independent or not even sure if it's the right thing for you, all of these questions will be answered. And it is such a personal journey, but I promise you that you will get gain clarity, systems, and processes, and just your stress level and your uncertainty will just dissipate because the course is designed for you. It's me, me of yesteryear. So join me there. She Nets Worth is at my website, wavemaking.com backslash course. Okay, guys. So this episode is airing the week of Thanksgiving. And if you haven't um, subscribed to my email list or you haven't been on my Instagram to see I am doing a Black Friday sale on She Nets Worth. It's been going on the whole month of November, but I record these episodes pretty far in advance. So I wanted to make sure to remind you, if you have not checked that out, it's a 50% off discount. I've never done this before. And going into the end of the year, I really wanted to be able to help as many hairstylists, independent hairstylists, get off on the right foot going into 2022, which I can't believe it's going to be 2022. But anyway, I wanted to make sure to mention that. Anyway, so today's episode, I want to talk about how when we're in this fight or flight or this um, heightened sense of just stress and um, just fatigue in our behind the chair businesses that we don't even know we have. It's kind of crazy when you get out of it, the way that you relate to the stress and the people that you struggled with differently in your business. So I'll break this down for you. For me, for years, maybe since I was a kid, um, I think I was just very stressed and managing other people's emotions and picking up on how people felt and trying to mirror what I felt they thought they needed or wanted from me. I can remember, you know, just like loving getting a compliment. It's like if I knew someone loved that I unloaded the dishwasher, it's like I'd be up early doing it. And I would like live for that praise of like, wow, you Lindsay always does such a nice job of, and it was always very much based on what I was doing, never just based on me and who I 
innately was. And so fast forward into a career that is the whole mission of it is to serve other people. I had this very huge, you know, one up because I could feel what each person wanted from me. And I think not realizing that, like, I feel like my nervous system was just so dysregulated and unregulated because of how I had lived my life and how I thought life was meant to be lived. And so I found myself just all day, every day, just like putting out fires, right? Like, okay, like, oh, your sister's daughter's wedding. Okay. Um, I'm actually out of town that day. You know what? Maybe I can change my flight or, you know, let me see what I can do. Or maybe I could come in for you before I go to the airport. Or, you know, it was just this constant need to gain approval and acceptance. And I didn't even know that that was what was happening. I didn't know that like life could be so good and that it didn't have to be all your energy exerted on you know, keeping everyone else feeling awesome and that it wasn't other people's expectation of me. It was my perceived, um, you know, my, what I perceived my role to be in the world. And I think that a lot of us as hairstylists can find ourselves here and are there and don't know that we are. And I've told you guys before, but I'll mention it again. It really took in my life having things really go in a direction that really was sad and difficult for me to really like on the pavement of my life, like look around and be like, this is clearly not working. This is clearly not landing. It hasn't landed me somewhere good. And I share that with you to say that um, one of my big missions for starting this podcast was like, well, what if there's other hairstyles out there that don't know that they're not living their lives in a way that honors them because realis- re- really honestly, I, I didn't know that that I was, I thought I was doing it right. And, you know, something I've been thinking about a lot when I'm behind the chair or when I'm with people or I'm interacting with people is how differently I relate to them and how differently I'm able to show up once I got myself into like this regulated state where I wasn't, um, always just quickly trying to meet the desire and so uncomfortable with the uncertainty of people's reactions. And I think that it it actually was something that was very much built up in my head. Um, as far as like, people are going to flip if I, if I don't meet this desire, this need, or I'm not working that day, or like, who am I to take days off? And it, it does come back to a lot of worthiness and what was shown to me in my life that I was worthy of. And um, through doing a lot of work on myself, I, I I keep coming back to like, wow, I get to have as beautiful of, as a, li- of a life as, as my clients. And, you know, I think that for a long time, I didn't think that that was allowed. Like, I think I, I thought I took this path and like my role was to just facilitate, you know, and, and all of this is to say that I have some, I have awesome clients and, you know, it's like the quote or the saying of like, you know, we show the world like how, um, to treat us or I'm reading Gary Zukoff's book, Seed of the Soul right now. And he talks about how every intention, um, that you have behind every action you take 
it has a return to sender address on it. It comes back to you. And I can think now when I look at my, you know, conscious intentions the last four plus years, I can see that is so true. Prior to that, I think I was getting back a lot of what I was giving out, which was just this like resentful, um, uh, my intention was to like be loved. My intention was, but it was a desperate love. And it was like a, it was almost, you know, like they talk about how like when you're people pleasing and doing all those things, it's almost like desperate and it's manipulative, you know, because you're, you're not actually showing up as yourself and nobody knows that. So I just wanted to share, um, because lately I've had a couple of my clients come in that in the past, I feel like what they would have, um, I don't know, they would have like, it would have been like a tough, it would have been a rub for me, some of the things that, um, and I just remember thinking they were difficult people. But as I've simmered down, and uh, another person I love is Dan Daniel, um, fuck, I'm going to forget her name. Um, how could I forget her name? She's so wonderful. Let me see. Danielle Laporte. One thing that she said is that like letting the things in your life, like the pain in your life and the disappointments, letting them be um, like break you down in the best ways possible and just like kind of just like simmer you into being more of like who you actually are. And and that's been very true for me. I feel like I don't want to have the things that have happened to me happen to other people. But at the same time, it's what it took in my story and my evolution for me to choose me. And, um, so fast forward these clients that, you know, I would have been like, get it together. Okay. Like I, I really like this, like I would have just found them annoying. I'm now able to look at them with such compassion. I'm like, this person is so kind and like, so sweet. And like, this is what I can do in our interaction to like make them more comfortable. Like it's really no sweat off my back because I'm from this grounded standpoint. And I don't know, it kind of just inspired me to do this episode because I was like, how often are we taking people so out of context and so wrong because we're in this like fight or flight triggered state and they don't know that you are. And then they, you know, it's like Don Bradley says so well, um, nobody's going to thank you for a favor they don't know you did. I feel like when, when, when we we do our business behind the chair, you know, at an expense to ourselves. And then someone's like, can I get a cup of coffee? It's like, really, Pam, I I'm doing those highlights for free. I'm squeezing you in. And now you want a beverage too. And it's like, well, when we come back down and that's a stupid example, but like when we come back down and we're like, okay, I'm seeing too many people that like, if someone wants a drink, I'm like, sweet Jesus, have it be a LaCroix. I don't want to make you a coffee. Um, I think that we just, like this, our nervous systems are just, you know, in an episode I did a long time ago um, with Jane Clapp, we talk about just like what's happening inside of a hairstylist all day and, and also like a, a dysregulated, unregulated hairstylist, someone who's like not necessarily consciously doing hair, someone that's not necessarily, and that was me for so long, someone who's not um, aware of the dynamics at play, who is just really blind going into it, just like 
throwing darts at a wall. And that was me for so long. And it's crazy that I think so often we think it's everyone else. We think it's the industry, you know, we think it's our clients. We think it's all these things, but I'm proof that if you, that like changing myself changed everything. And I wasted years, honestly, thinking that if I got, if I, if I changed this in my business and changed this in my business, but really like the nucleus of your business is you. And when you change yourself, everything changes. You know, like my therapist always says, like, if you change the dance, then everyone has to dance differently. And I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot about the, just like what's happening inside of us when, you know, we're 19 going into doing hair and then, you know, like we don't get the training on the emotional um, role we're going to have in our, in our businesses and the, the amount of the weight that we're going to unknowingly carry of people's stories and of their pain. And then on top of that, um, trying to accommodate them, I think, you know, something that happened for me that I think about, you know, and I think it goes with all of this. It's like, you can go into this industry with the best of intentions and you can go into it unconsciously um, with the best of intentions and you can lose yourself. And every time I, you know, over the years, it's like, you know, I, I feel like I, I really did unknowingly lose myself in it and, um, and having, you know, gotten healthier and in myself and realizing that doing, doing hair, like that it really could be that simple. And it could just be these four appointments I offer a day and it really could, um, be this good and that I'm the one who makes that possible or, or doesn't. And, um, obviously I'm talking about, you know, independent stylists primarily, but also when I think back to my business, you know, when I, when I worked in a commission salon, there's a lot I could have done to make it, uh, honor me more. And I think we so often, another thing, it's like some people do need to leave bad situations, but like I said before, it's like, I, I worked for places, you know, like, you know, like I, I had two of my own and I worked for two other people and, and it wasn't until I changed myself and I could have done that anywhere you know, and then the next right thing would have happened. And uh, it always does. So I just going into Thanksgiving week, I just, I, I think if, if you're hearing this and you're feeling like that's me, like, don't be discouraged. Like I, I mean, so many of us go 12 years of doing hair before we're like, Oh my gosh, like Starbucks looks like a good option for me. And like, I think, you know, wanting to get out of something you, you can get out of I don't know, you know, I always say like, I have a new career. I feel like I kind of made a career change four years ago and that has helped me to have the mindset to be able to make the changes that were necessary for me to be able to enjoy doing this again. And I don't know if you're going into uh, some time off or a weekend off or, you know, the holiday off and you, you know, it's something to reflect on, like, you know, like how you're feeling in a day, like, I had a day last week um, where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to be firing, firing on all cylinders. I've got to get the baby to daycare. My husband's traveling. I'm going to bring my dog in who's got cancer. And so they're it's like, he needs his comfortable bed. He needs all the things that he needs. And I'm seeing more people in a shorter amount of time than I generally do because of the way that the day 
happened. And I said to myself the night before, like, okay, you need to like be showered. You need to like get some sleep. You need to not drink. You need to um, read a little bit of a book and you need to get up early. You need to do your workout. You need to have journaled in your five minute journal. You need to have had a cup of coffee. Like these things need to happen so that I can show up in, in a really regulated, beautiful state. And I had the color like ready to go, like my formulas out, not pre-mixed, but like I had everything out before the next person got there. And I, it was really important to me that no one knew that the experience, like what, that I was like needing everything to fire on all cylinders. I was like, I'm going to be present with each person. I'm going to be on, I'm going to bring the energy that I know they come here for. And I had a great day, but like nobody knows the the amount of mindset involved to show up in that day in a in a calm regulated state because Lindsay of yesteryear would have been like i mean it wouldn't have been uncommon for me to like get up you know be a little groggy from having a bottle of wine the night before and then i would have come into work and i would have just been like okay i'm going to make this happen but it would have been so anxious about it that i would have like i don't know like done someone's color wrong or you know, mix something slightly wrong. And, and like, that's all just like me building it up in my head and almost just like, you know, not being able to be grounded in the moment. And it just made me think about how I live from that place. And like, I don't know, it works till it doesn't. And, uh, it made me really appreciative to how my days feel in the salon now. So I just want to share that with you going into Thanksgiving and going into like getting, like really clear on what we want next year to look like and feel like. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to share that. And uh, namaste. I don't know, I just feel like that was a good ending. Um, And have a wave-making day and an awesome week in the salon. And I will see you next week.